sex and shame. Yep, we're going to talk about it yet again. This is a continuation um, and going deeper into the conversation um, from the conversation I have with Pastor Teresa Timms. Um, which obviously is an episode on this podcast. Um, scroll down a little bit and you will see it. <sighs> Sex, shame. The shame that we have as faith-based women of color, especially Black women, and what we learned about sex. A lot of those things that we have to unlearn. And in this episode, I'm just scratching the surface. But I do want to read something to you that I feel like fits in the lane that I'm in today. Shout out to my friend, Cameo King, Howard University graduate, just like myself. Uh, she's the host of the Good Girl podcast. And she tweeted today, I've come to realize that we lie to ourselves far more often than we lie to others. And it's almost always connected to avoiding rejection, pain, or accountability. Hashtag free yourself and be honest. Free your mind and the rest will follow. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not going to be um, auditioning for The Voice anytime soon. Trust me, your girl, she knows uh, I cannot sing. Okay, I know I can't sing. Um, but anyway, we lie to ourselves so much more than we think we do on a subconscious level, which keeps us in relationships that we know we shouldn't be in, which keeps us from God's best for us. And we just settle because we just over here lying. And today's lane that we're lying in is sex. So we're going to go deep on how your shame with sex is keeping you in that situationship that you're in right now. You're dealing with this man or you have dealt with men like this, right? You're in this revolving door of dysfunction. It may be a different guy, but uh, same kind of relationship, different name, same type of relationship. And one of the reasons why I believe we do that, we stay in these relationships, is our shame around sex. So let me stop talking and go ahead and get into this conversation. Here's day five. We are going to wrap up the fear series, the fear we have about dating and being single that are holding us back from the relationships, from the relationship that we actually want. Yeah, let's get into it after the intro. Don't pick up the phone, you know he's only calling cause he's drunk and alone too Don't let him in, you have to kick him out again Break my heart, oh that breaks my heart That you thought you ever had it, no you ain't from the start Yep. Welcome to my party. That's how we do around here. This is Single You, the podcast. I am your host, Rika, and I am an NLP certified life coach and also the founder of Single You Academy. That is my online coaching program. You know what I do? I help the ambitious millennial single woman discover her worth 
that means you, so that you, girl, can stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser. So if you are a woman who is sick of having an unsuccessful single life, if you are sick of the revolving door of dysfunctional relationships, listen, they may have a different name, but it's the same type of relationship. Or you're doing the tug of war back and forth with the same guy and you're sick of that. You want better when it comes to men and setting boundaries, knowing yourself, understanding your worth and what makes a healthy relationship versus an unhealthy relationship. Yeah, I'm willing to bet nobody has ever had that conversation with you. But listen, I'm not here to judge. I have an abusive ex and an ex that cost me $10,000. Yeah, stick around, listen to the podcast enough, and you will hear those stories. All right, so you've come to the right place if you need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. Yeah, I'm a certified life coach, but I will tell you this. I am no expert. I just learned a few things that I would like to teach you as well. You know, as Maya Angelou says, once you learn, you teach. And when you know better, you do better. So now that I'm doing better, I am reaching back out for you, girl. Here's my hand. Grab it. So thank you and welcome. You're in the right place. I got you if you got you. This is Single You, the podcast. Hey, thanks for being here. Now let's go ahead and get into the episode. I started last week and I wanted to do, I had five topics. And so today is going to be day number five. So here is where you are. You are a faith-based woman and you got your career together. However, you desire marriage and kids. And that side of your life is trash. Professional life, great. Okay. Love life is trash. And so you are dealing with or have dealt with men longer than you should have. Okay. So today I'm going to offer you a new perspective that you may not know about, but it's probably the reason why you're dealing with these men or dealt with men longer than you should have, it's probably because you had a you have a lot of shame around sex. And you don't want another body. So here you are settling. Okay? Think about your track record with men. How many times have you passed up red flags? thinking that he could be the one fantasizing about this relationship a lot quicker than maybe you should have. What do your behaviors with men show you about you? Okay. And a lot of it is because the way you think about being single is extremely negative. The way you see you as a single woman is extremely negative. So you're constantly in this revolving door of dysfunction when it comes to dating, when it comes to men. Who gave you education? I don't know why I can't talk today. Education. (laughs) Who gave you education on faith-based, like relational intelligence? Nobody, I guarantee you can say nobody. You could type it in the chat. Nobody, 
who had the conversation with you about what makes a healthy relationship versus unhealthy? Nobody. So in this next 15 minutes, I'm going to try to walk you through shifting your mindset and giving you some faith-based relational information. Because I don't want you in this revolving door of dysfunction with men. I promise you, I after I got out of my emotionally abusive relationship in 2017, I heard God say that I would use your story. And I didn't know what that meant back then. <laughs> and I did, wasn't going to tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody for like three months after that relationship. But as I began to share my story, I kept building on top of it. And I believe that in this season in my life, I am here to be a light for single women, women, especially faith-based women of color. 90% of my clients are women of color, whether that be black women, um, uh, Latinx women, Latino, Hispanic, whatever you like to be called. And I believe the reason that is, is because they resonate with the faith part. We grow up in church and we get all these messages about who we're supposed to be as good Christian women, but it's never broken down for us. Okay. And so then our thought process of being single is extremely negative, especially once we hit 35 and 38 and we're single. Now, all of a sudden we feel bad because we didn't get the goal in life. So then we're in this relationship and we have a lot of shame around sex. And so you're sticking with this guy because, well, I don't want another body. I don't want another partner. I already feel shame about the two or three or whatever I had before him. So I'm gonna try to make it work with him because I don't want another body. So you settle. And the reason why you have sex with him is a couple of things, and I'll name a few, but one of them is because you believe that's the cost of dating. That's the price. That's the way you have to date. Your body is firing on all cylinders and he's hella fine. So a weekend, two weeks in, a month in, you're already having sex, passing up red flags. But listening to your body, listening to your vagina, listening to those butterflies. And you jump in the bed quickly. Again, bypassing those red flags, shading it with potential, caught up in the fantasy of he could be the one. This could be amazing. And now we get three months down the line, six months down the line. And you're like, oh, crap, this is not really the relationship I want. It's not fruitful, flourishing, or fulfilling, but I've already had sex with him. So now I got to figure out how to make this work. How can I turn these red flags into green flags? How can I change him? How can I make him love me the way I need to be loved? And sometimes you don't even want to admit that you actually like sex. You want to have sex. Sex is a beautiful thing. Sex was made by God. But the way you're doing it is causing you so much shame. So much shame. And here's the way I see it. You, what is that saying? You're putting the cart before the horse. You're jumping in heart first instead of guarding your heart. 
And so what you have to do is change your mindset on the way you view single. You want a relationship, oh, somebody who understands you, he's emotionally intelligent, he shares his emotion, the relationship is fruitful, flourishing, and fulfilling. You want that relationship. And the reason why you don't have it is because you're not good at setting and keeping boundaries. That's one of them. I'm going to walk through the four. You don't know who you are. You know what you want, but you don't know how to get it. You don't have the audacity to believe that you can get what you want or the patience to wait for it. The foundation of you has not been laid. And I want you to put the horse before the cart. That's you. You're the horse. (laughs) You're the ice cream. The man is just the sprinkles. And I don't know anybody who turns down ice cream because it doesn't have sprinkles. So again, for my faith-based women, you say you have faith and you say you believe in God, but you're not acting that out in your behaviors. And I'm not coming for you. I'm just trying to show you you because this is what I needed to hear. Especially between the years of 2015 and 2017. I wish I had more foundation building in who, of who I am. That's Psalms 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. So that's why I say inside of Single You Academy, I help you discover your worth because that is your foundation. And so right now you're in this situationships with men thinking. So instead of having uh, thinking, um, you know, I I have so much shame around sex. I don't want to be single. Um, I am a failure if we break up. Instead of having faith. That you can actually get the relationship that God wants for you. God's best for you. You believe that your number is the reason why you don't have God's best for you. Let that go. Let that go. God isn't petty like that. Let it go. It has nothing to do with your sex life. Let it go. And because you believe the reason why you don't have God's best for you, you'll suffer in this situationship trying to get God's best for you. But God didn't say that. That's not how any of this works. He's not going to make alterations to the man that you picked. Have the audacity to believe that you can get God's will over your life and the relationship that he wants for you instead of drowning in shame. Well, I've already had sex with him, so I have to make this work, even though you know he's not God's best for you. You're trying to make him God's best for you. Here's what I wrote down in my notes. Drop the shame and change your behavior with men. The love you want is dependent on your behavior with men, not in your suffering for him. So my mentor, my coach is Pastor Darius Daniels, and he says this one, the God you see is the God you get. I'm going to say that one more time. The God you see is the God you get. So you are over here thinking this man right here is the best God has for you. And so you're going to force your way into that relationship because you, well, you want to make it God's best for you, even though deep down, you know, this can't be it, but you're settling. And there's a few reasons why you do that. And today we're talking about because you don't want another sexual partner. 
but you say you're a woman of faith though. Isn't faith, faith is in the confidence of things hoped for, right? And without faith, you can't actually please God. Hebrews 11 and uh, six. So I hope I'm making you think here. Do you see how you stopped seeking like who you were just to be in a relationship? You stopped seeking who you were, a.k.a what God's best is for you and you settled for that man in that situation that you're in now. You gave up because like God was taking too long and it's hard to be single. But what if I told you God was waiting on you to actually, number one, work on yourself and number two, seek out the kind of man he actually wants for you to get like those characteristics down of a good relationship. Not just like finding a man, oh, he's fine. He likes me, I like him, we can make it work. How well is that working out for you? So are you limiting yourself because you are, first of all, wrapped up in so much shame around sex and wrapped up in so much fear about being single and quote unquote dying alone? I did a whole episode on that, dying alone. What does that even mean? And if you want to listen to that episode, it is on my podcast, Single You the Podcast. So are you limiting yourself? Are you limiting God? Are you expecting him to make alterations to the man you chose? Listen, there is a difference between healthy, hard and hard that is just dysfunctional. And I don't know anywhere in the Bible or any <laughs> God that wants you to suffer for a man just to be in a relationship. But you will never know the difference between healthy, hard versus dysfunctional. Unless you go inward first. You will never know the difference. You got to find the God in you. You have to find, figure out who you are deeper than your favorite color is blue. Instead of looking for God and the way to do relationships on social media, instead of looking for the way to do relationships in men, instead of looking for the right way to do relationships in society, your family, your friends, your older aunties, because the relationship that you want, you can get it. You just got to learn how to set boundaries and you have to change your mindset on the way you view singleness. Because right now, the way you view singleness is trash. You are your behaviors and that is why your relationships are trash. Because of the way you view yourself as a single woman at 38. At 42. Come back into yourself and look at the facts of who you are, who he is, what you want. And I always say there's four things you have to do. There's four things that I walk my clients through in Single You Academy. It's knowing who you are deeper than your favorite color is blue. Sure, you know what you want. You don't know how to get it. 
So you got to figure out how to get it. Here's a hint. It's in your boundaries. Number three, you have to have the audacity to believe that you can get it and stop being swayed by social media, by your urges. You have to become obedient to yourself, obedient to what you actually want. And then you have to have the patience to wait for it. Because look where not having patience has gotten you. Settling, frustrated. Sure, you're loyal. Oh, you're a good woman. Not to you, though. Until you're in a relationship, a situationship that has not been fruitful, flourishing, or fulfilling. And that is your track record with men. So you have got to change the way you think about being single, which then will change your behaviors. So I'm going to leave you with the question. Why do you think you put so much pressure on yourself to get married? Who taught you that? Where is that coming from? Why do you think you put so much pressure on yourself to get married? And with that, I am out. Okay. All right. As always, if you have any questions for me, please shoot me a DM. It's not going to be weird. You can be like, hey, Rika, I have a question about something or I love it when you said this. There's two things that I love to hear. Whatever resonated with you, I want to hear from you what stood out to you that I said that resonated with you and your own experience. And or number two, if you want me to go deeper on something, something I said you didn't understand, go ahead and shoot me a DM. My DM is open to you. I promise you. It's not going to be weird. Like, Rika, I have a question. <laughs> Consider me your homegirl in your head. Again, it's Rika. And if you need to reach out to me, listen, don't hesitate. It's not going to be weird on Twitter and on Instagram. I am just me, Rika. That's R-E-K-A. And I'm going to put my Twitter, Instagram, and email in the show notes, okay? You can also join me over in my private Facebook group titled Singleness is Not a Punishment. I mean, come on, who am I? <laughs> you know my tagline? That's my private Facebook group. The link will also be in the show notes. Now, if I said something that resonated with you and really helped you, please share this podcast with a friend because sharing is caring and you shouldn't be sitting on all this good information. So share it with your homegirl, okay? Or your homeboy. <laughs> please do that. Also, don't forget to subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. And if you have time, can you do me a favor? It'll help me out as a small business owner and a podcaster. Will you leave a rating on this episode? All you got to do is say that you liked it, or you can even type out what you took away from this episode. It really helps me and keeps me going, providing free content for you. So thank you so much for doing that. Production, my intro was made by one of the greats in production land. His name is James Tyler. Thank you for my intro. And he used Beyonce's single ladies, Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. He used Dua Lipa, her song, New Rules, and also Truth Hurts by Lizzo. All right, that's all I got for you this episode. We will talk again on the next one.